0: Unloose the Goose, we'll take no abuse. Your paradigm's run out of time and we've got no use.
1: Unloose the Goose. All right. Good day. Welcome to Unloose the Goose, episode 61. Technically a what the flock talk but we are going to be answering the questions that you all as a community have. Um, so if you're out there on YouTube, uh, please post all of your questions in all caps. Same thing goes. If you are in, um, in D live or in <clears throat> odyssey, please post your questions in all caps and we'll see them here in the Streamyard studio and we'll get to them. Jack, what is your what is What does your hat say?
0: It says relax It is. It's just a fucking hat. <laughs> That's pretty appropriate it's because it triggers people. I I actually am not big on the MAGA caps or anything like them, but when they came out, I made these, and this this just came up in the podcast today. I'm going to switch back soon, but I thought it would be fun, you know. Just yeah. You know. Plus, See, we're wearing costumes apparently, and I didn't get the message, so I guess I'm dressed as '80s Jack with my jean jacket today because it's cold as shit here.
2: Uh, and because well, it I is cold as shit, oh, looks like I'm I cold. wear fur. <laughs>
0: Fur is murder, man.
2: Don't you know anything? Uh, Self preservation. Actually, I was running around as a bull all last weekend, and someone was like, You moron, it's fucking elk season. So (laughs) I'm going to put LEDs in his ears just in case. You do not look like an elk. No, no, my bull costume had like. You know, it was more brown, tan. Oh, you had a full costume. I thought you meant you were in that thing. No, that's why I'm gonna to defer to this when I when I play oh, okay. in the fall outside in the woods at my fur costume.
0: But if, but if you wear that in deer season in Pennsylvania, you will totally get a shit shot out of you. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> they will shoot you if you were. I mean they might shoot you in, in like Blaze Arch, so in that thing you're good as dead. <laughs> You don't you don't wipe your ass with t- white toilet paper in the Deer Woods in Pennsylvania during deer season. That's enough to get shot right there. Just the white but, flash.
2: That's yeah. what we were laughing at. Like, well, how we've much lost did our, take the tip of one horn and boom.
0: <laughs> we've lost our our lead host, man. He's he's locked up again. What is he he's doing? Like, looks like he's. Oh, There he goes. up weird. that way. He looked like he was going to have one of those moments, like that guy from New York did. You know. <laughs> nice Um,
2: outside chat i love it all right yeah the thing is is the router's
1: right behind this wall and i'm in my in my uh studio over there and it doesn't actually go check out my 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 my, uh outdoor garden all right all right cool all right uh better Uh signal now and (laughs) yep yep so uh what do you guys think about what's going on in Virginia with the uh the election there? Have you guys heard about anything that's happened? It looks like they're going to turn turn red for the first time.
0: Yeah, they, I think they've declared the race. I'm sure there's still some, you know, squawking and gnashing of teeth on the the left side. I don't think it's that I don't think it's that big of a deal in changing the lives of people in the country the way some think it does. And I think the spread was like 60,000. That's a lot of people still, you know, opposed to like freedom. Uh, So I don't know if it's that big a victory. I think what's interesting, though, is that the left has learned nothing from it. Once again, um, they're blaming white people and white rage and white supremacy and white ignorance. Um, And they're leaving out the part where when they elected, uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Not a guy that they elected, did his lieutenant governor. They also elected as a black female who is the daughter of a Jamaican immigrant who earned her citizenship through serving in the United States Marine Corps. And, uh, apparently she is now, I guess, according to the logic of MSNBC least, and CNN, she's the new face of white supremacy. It's her name's Win Winsome <laughs> something. Yeah. She, and then she's got these pictures of her with like an AR and shit. She looks like a total badass. Uh, right. but the spin is what I, I actually find it more interesting than the race itself is the, uh, the absolute meltdown of the left and yeah. the left media and the the total denial that there could be a problem with their ideas, their message, what they're saying to people, how they're talking. Like it can't possibly be us. And, you know, it makes me think of like when Trump was running and they would go on and on about, you know, why they call us fake news and stuff. Every once in a while they'd accidentally let somebody on their show that would tell them the truth and they would be like but you guys, you lied about this, you lied about that, and people are tired of it, and they don't believe you anymore. It really is your problem. And the host would have this face that looked like they were, like, I don't know, crapping razor blades or something. Like, like they, the cognitive dissonance is so bad. And that's the only thing that's interesting to me about it, because I'm pretty sure that our lives are not going to change because of this.
1: Oh, 100% not. But... I'm interested to see if they say, hey, we need to recount all the elections because it was so close. Right. And yeah, we want it to be recounted for this. But, you know, don't look at the 2020 elections.
0: I think the bigger story, though, isn't it New Jersey? I mean, first of all, they've been at 86 percent of their vote in since like eight o'clock last night and they're still there. Yep, and yep. it's 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 statistically a tie. It's like a thousand votes separating. That's
1: them. Right. Yeah, yeah. And
0: it's Jersey. It's like it's like Democrat ground zero. Like it doesn't matter if that if the Republican dude wins there. It's a Just lot think, if they don't destroy. Right. Like it's yeah. it's like a sentiment of the country shifting. I, I think that's there. But like I said, the, the more interesting to me is they can't learn anything from it. Like, they're, they're doubling down on all the stupid that got them there and saying, you know, we just didn't do enough of it, which is, I, I don't know, I think it's going to be fun for the next couple of years to watch.
2: I, what do you I think, Hubert? Sure. I, I, don't, I don't do national much, but I did pay attention that Seattle had a choice. Uh, they are both socialist, I think, right? But one guy was, uh, uh, it was a male, but not white. Kind of white, uh, versus <laughs> some type That's of a very racist thing to say, man. Uh, yeah, I uh, guess you can't say anything. Yeah, so anyway, so it uh, versus some type of socialist female something, and the city actually went with the man. That's a chair. around <laughs> a lot. It, 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 they had because they had a uh, they had a gay man, right, and then they had the, the woman who, when the cop shop got taken over. Oh, I think it took the protesters go into her house one day. She freaked out and quit. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. The pendulum has swung. We've, hit,
0: we've hit- I want to make sure I understand this. You're saying that it is progress that they chose a socialist dude over a socialist chick.
1: <laughs> yeah, the
0: that, fact I mean, I'm not
2: sure I heard it right. That's that's what you okay? And I think and I think he's straight too. The fact that yeah, yeah, not an LGBTQ whatever something something purple <laughs> hair breather. It, it like uh, we're socialist versus commie or whatever. But whatever. It, 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 it the pendulum has hit the end, I think, because the the panic of the cops getting fired over the the older people with assets freaking out now that they know they're a target. Since nobody will do anything they 're just going to let them get robbed
0: there was so. something too that was voted on in uh Minneapolis the George Floyd thing where that started they had this uh, the, this vote to disband the police force and come back and call it like Department of Public Safety or something and that failed so the the ground zero of defund and get rid of the police decided <laughs> not, not to defund and get them. rid of the police. they decided <laughs> to keep them I think
3: if
2: they would have done that like a year earlier, it would have probably passed. Yeah, it took it took a while for the normie people to realize that uh, holy shit, stuff's gonna start going down if this continues on. I mean, the parks are you can't go outside in Seattle anymore. It's like literally hypodermic needle parks. They're like they've just they've seceded all public space. Um, so. All you can do is hole up in your house, right? They can't walk their dogs anymore. They can't go to the park anymore. They can't go jogging anymore. So, like, it's it's hit the end of crazy. It, it will be interesting to see what goes. Uh, Amazon said they're out, right? They're moving to Bellevue. So they're going across the way to the little more lawn-ordery town where you can't. can't... When
0: Amazon leaves because you're too woke,
1: you've
2: overwoke. Yeah. It's it, it's it's. So anyway, I live in Ground Zero. That's why I build a bunker and stay down here. <laughs> so what does this look
1: like, like five years from now? What, what what are we looking at five years from now? What are we looking at next year? Um, next year,
0: huh?
1: It's got to fall away, right? right? It means- we're talking about the the infrastructure and chain, the supply chain, kind of collapsing. Whether it's promulgated or it's you know just part of the natural order of things, I think it's intentional. Personally. Um, And, you know, I just read reports about in Asheville, North Carolina, which is like one of the capitals for small family farms that like eight barns were burnt down. Right. There was like activated like uh, arson literally to take down all these barns that had hay for the for the cattle, for the feed, for the for the winter. You know what? Not to be alarmist, but, you know, this is unprecedented times that we're living in.
2: What do you see for the next year? Well, I'll tell you one observation that I've noticed is uh, yeah. businesses seem to be burning themselves down right now. Um, how is that? I think, how, how are businesses well, burning
1: themselves down right now?
2: What does like that mean? Moratoriums are coming up on loan forgivenesses. PPE repayments are having to be done, right? If you're running an, an unprofitable model that will never be profitable, when your All business right. down, you're out of down, your, you're out of the business and you have an exit. So, Do you think a lot of businesses
1: I, are intentionally running themselves into the ground or, or
2: just out of incompetence? Uh No, no. I think people are torturing their buildings and walking away in the middle of the night. There's lots of random fires now in commercial industrial areas. Like all my – if you listen to the scanner, yep, it's yep, all yep. I know, so. yep.
0: But you're specific to your region that you're talking about. That uh, I one, live right? near so
2: – I don't pay attention to shit. I mean, except that's local. <laughs> um you know, generally, globally, I care about coffee prices and shipping and stuff like that. So I pay attention to that and money. But what's going on on the ground, that's kind of what I pay attention to. Um, and that's, it, I mean, murder's up uh, Seattle 800%. Uh, arson's like 2,000%. Just uh, They haven't even started. When the whole thing started, so uh, my real degrees on like econometrics. And I said, you, you won't be able, you can't hide the bodies. Can't hide the bodies. They're just numbers. Every dead body is one. You can, if you go look at the death curve for years and years, it's right on track. It's where it always is. It's not that, except after the, maybe, I haven't looked at the numbers recently. But same thing for all of it. You can't, can't hide the math. At some point, the adults in the room, because everybody starts suing everybody, and then you're going to have experts, and then you're going to actually have to have statistically valid, for representable data, and they're done. I mean, you can you can call names all day on air and on say, media.
0: I don't know. I, I I keep listening to everybody talk about what's going on, and I feel like I live in a different country by living in Texas. Yeah, I, I feel like I yeah. literally not just a different state. I feel like I live in like, and I, this is not Texas nationalism or anything. I mean, I literally just feel that way. Like same as Florida. The, the, yeah, I was just in Florida for for like twelve days, and I felt the same way. And yeah. you could. It wasn't just that you could go places and do things because we drove through Louisiana and Alabama and Mississippi in between. Right. And you could go places there. You didn't have to wear a mask, whatever, but there was literally a a, like, like you could literally feel a difference when you were in a place like, a a vibrational state or something, right? Like, that's more you than me when you get into that stuff, X. But, like, I mean, I believe in human energy fields. And you could almost feel like this is not a good place to be. And, like, man, as soon as you were across the border either direction, I, wow, this is normal. And I think it's it bodes well for Texas to have its own grid. Florida doesn't have that. But one thing Florida has that Texas also has is plenty of ports to bring shit in and out of. Um and I, I don't know i i I think we're heading I,
1: like a states.
0: but i I don't want to be like too much bringing the hopium. I'm always the guy you know telling you to not smoke the hopium. I think we're heading for some freaking breakup of states man i I think it starts with a coalition of the states
1: um so here's an interesting bit on that jack how does a government that is trillions of dollars in debt and that owes it's people, trillions of dollars, get out of that. Oh, oh, you guys are breaking up the country. So obviously we can't make good on all of the payments that we owe you, the people, right? <clears throat> it's sort of like they blame—they get the people to rise up, the states to rise up, secede, and then now they have no obligation at the federal level to then be, uh, you know, all the finances that they owe, all of the, the debt that they owe, all of the social contract that they are supposed to uphold, they no longer have to, and all the trillions of dollars that have gone missing out of HUD. Now, you know, no, no worries, all done. We can't pay you now because you guys seceded from us, right? What do you think about that? I don't know
0: what the dramatic net loss on an annualized basis from Texas that deal's probably
1: worth making. Um, for, for Texas to secede and be like, we don't need any of your money. Well, yeah, take your... St- <laughs> well, what about I never thought
0: we were going to get security? anything if we did this anyway. And I'm not like a huge proponent of this. I'm just like, I'm reading the tea leaves here. But I, I don't think that anybody who thinks of Texas walking away expects like us to get like, okay, we're leaving and please pay this bill before we go. I, I don't think that anybody expects that. I think it's more like, you know, you might have to fight a war for this. So... Getting out with we don't owe you anything is a pretty good deal
1: um, well, I think that's what they're betting on. I think the social the social manipulation that's going on, the social engineering is getting people to this point of like we're done right and yeah but you know thing.
0: you bring up an interesting point, so what is the what is the tab to pay the social security bills of all the pensioners in the state of Texas? You know, oh, for the next twenty-five that. years, yeah. while you develop your own system, you know,
1: or whatever. What about what about the literally the trillions of dollars that have gone missing? Oh well, if the country falls apart, there's no way we can account for all of that, right? Yeah, like that the trillions of dollars that went missing. That um, what's that that asshole's name that helped start 9/11? Um, the guy who was supposed Rumpfield? to give a presentation, Rumsfeld, right? He was giving a yeah. presentation. He's like, "Yeah, we're missing a couple trillion dollars. Nobody knows." And then the next day, the the fucking Twin Towers fall, right? How it doesn't matter. i are not going to pay that anyway. That, that's what I'm saying. Right? they are not going to do it
0: anyway. I mean, secession, no secession. They're not going to do that anyway. I don't. I don't know, but like, I mean, you know, because there's different people in different states, right? Be, and when I, I don't mean states like geographic, I mean in states of life. Like, so yeah. if you told me I, I'm 50 years old, I'm not that far from you know being able to draw the mystical Social Security check someday. <laughs> but if you told me right now, Jack, you can never pay another dime in Social Security tax but we're going to keep everything we stole from you and you don't ever get any back. I would take that deal, but I have, I have the means to do so, right? Like there's a lot of people, that's how they survive. And so you end up with people that are already in poverty, living with nothing. Unless the state comes up with the state of, let's say the state of Texas, Florida, whatever that leaves comes up with a way to cover that. That's one of the ways that, from the very founding of the country, the belief was you put all the states in debt to the federal government in some way, and then they, they obey you, right? They stay they stay where they belong because they can't afford to even exercise the rights they have under the great Constitution, right?
1: Right, right. I'm with John so,
0: Bush with the first three letters of that word are the most important three letters in that word, con. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm, I'm sort of of the mind that we codified Uh, some of our God-given rights and made it really fucking simple for people to hear, understand and say, okay, we are not going to infringe those. Even though they spent the next 200 years trying to infringe those. So Thomas Livingston said, is that FEMA zoning map, the new America. Um, And I personally, you know, I'm, I'm with John on this kind of thing. It's like, this is part of the agenda 2030. The United States cannot exist to oppose a globalist agenda. And so they're going to balkanize it and they're using us to do it. Right. Or us, the people, you know, not necessarily you, me, Jack, and John here, but um, the people, right? So we've got Bob Higgins saying, Lola, Social Security, I've grown up believing I'll never get never get it. Now I'm 57. I couldn't care less about it and financially independent for now. I mean, that's ultimately the, the goal, right, is to become financially independent, manage your own finances, and not need the, the Social Security check. And then, yeah. like, well, they just stole it from me for, you know, for the past 50 years. I've never
0: expected to get mine, but I also acknowledge that, especially the people already drawing it or the people nearing the time that they're going to draw it, that don't mm-hmm. have a lot. But if you, you know, what's the solution? Well, the solution is you have a new nation. You don't have a state anymore. The, the, the state right. of Texas or the state of Florida would become the nation or some sort of regional republic. They could then issue their own currency. They could you know, leverage their own national resources. Uh, they could sell state lands into private ownership. Uh, they could issue their own currency through a crypto. They could sell bonds and then hold uh, Bitcoin in reserve of the bond. Right? There's, there's like, there, it's not like there's not any solutions there, but none of those solutions the solutions instant. Right. None of them are instantaneous, like getting people's mind into, hey, we don't need this shit anymore is hard enough. And then saying, "Okay, we're going to build a completely new economic system based on all these radical, agorist, libertarian ideals, you know. And then you you have to get the people that would be at the head of the ship, the politicians of the new republic or whatever it would be to go along with that, Um, which is why I think El Salvador is such an interesting case, because. If it works for them, you wouldn't be first, right? Like, if you start laying up reserves in something like Bitcoin, right? And if one – see, here's the thing. If one nation – see, like, El Salvador isn't really where they need to be yet. If you get one nation that actually, like, starts saying, we're putting Bitcoin in our central bank, right? it's over. Everybody has to do it at that point. Then it's, a, then it's game on. Like, I don't even think it has to happen. I think we just have to, like – if the Russians believe we did it, or the Chinese believe we did it, or we believe the Chinese did it—if we really believe they did it—that's it. It's and then, then everybody does it. So that would be, that would be an interesting thing as well. But I don't know. I think this—the uh, doomsday scenarios with the supply chains—I think are a little bit overstretched in some yeah. areas and not others. I don't think it's—it's going to be nationwide, everybody's going to be eating, you know, the glue no. off of the box to survive, no. like, uh, but...
1: That would bring about the cessation of cities or states. They would, like... Yeah, if, you, if, you, if, you're done, right? Because right, there's no Florida, shortage like, of no, stuff. We're not. Yeah.
0: That's the yeah. thing. There's not a shortage of stuff. There's a shortage of the ability to move the stuff, and it's completely intentional. It's been done on
2: purpose. They've done this That's on right. purpose. Okay, when Bitcoin got released... The minute Satoshi put his finger on the button, the timeline was set. It, it, it can't be stopped. It's running. You can't no, stop. you So when I was explaining it to people from block zero who really wanted to understand, and I got done explaining it after two hours, the one thing that I heard myself say that I caught myself say was it's on time. It's on its own. It is, it is on time. It's on its own time. It's on computer time. So when Fidelity says it will be worth 10 million dollars on January 1st 2030 and 100 million January 1st 2035 based on standard S curve adoption models of all technologies since 1950 might be a scooch a bit off a little bit but it ain't going to be off by a lot. So they know that, right? They just they figured it out a bit ago. They have to cause this craziness in everybody. Because it's going to reset. It is going to reset. So, what do you do? You know, you know it's coming. You know the timing of it. You have to stir the pot. You have to get the freak out going. It's the only thing, it, 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 or else you better build some lot of walls and there's not enough security guys. So, thusly,
1: I have like the opposite I'm of having music. festivals
2: I just, to help humans I just, together in light and fun and partying in fields, right? Because then yeah. that's the answer. F them. Completely ignore them. We're our own bosses. Make your own shit. Get to know all the people around you. It is happening. So mm, fight it. Don't fight it. That's the thing, right? It's
1: like uh, we've got got the normalcy bias. People are sticking around and, and considering everything, just they're dearly holding on to normal life for all that they can. And that's the problem. That's what happened in Germany. You know, people would be like, why didn't you leave Germany? Because you know, we thought that was the worst it was going to be. We didn't think it could get any worse, right? And then, sure enough, it got worse. And I think two weeks, that
2: two weeks to flatten the curve. Say that again, two weeks to flatten the curve.
1: Yeah, yep. Yeah, it's turned into you know full on fascism and biomedical police state. And if they manage to, to to separate the states, then it's 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 like islands, right? Islands of despair, Texas and amidst a wash of of total tyranny and biomedical, you know
2: literally like a biomedical tyrannical police it's division it's always division control of language sides always sides never one
1: so how do we counter it right how do we you know I, i i said months ago when we first started on loose the goose like we need to do something now or else it's going to get to the point where they are coming to your door and then you can't do anything about it then what say you jack
0: um this is very interesting let me i'm Switching back over to comments here. I'm going to drop this link. This came from Swan, the Bitcoin Swan Company, and their YouTube channel. Nobody go watch it right now because you're watching us. But um, save it for later. Uh, they released a short film yesterday, and it was really on this very subject, and their timeline was very long. They were out in a, like, 2050 to 2100. But their their belief, at least in this, this short film, is that we 've been through all this shit before. This is the same devaluation of money, the destruction of economies the The march of tyranny that came with World War II with World War I, um, even the people that believed they were free. You still had all your like we won right the u s and the allies we won World War II and they took our gold and they devalued our money and they totally screwed you know generations into debt for 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 multiple generations and The Bitcoin fixes this and i, I don 't want to turn this into a Bitcoin podcast but because it does allow for generational wealth. I mean, check this out. Like, Xavier or I could die, right? We have a pretty good stack of sats. We could not only automatically will, as in enforce our will after our death, our our Bitcoin or our other crypto to our heirs. We could actually say, like, you know, maybe, maybe Xavier has some land that he's developed that he wants to be taken care of for the rest of his life. He can smart contract that shit. And that Bitcoin goes there and then like that land has to be maintained or certain things have to be done with that land. And the money to do it only comes out when the conditions are met, where a will actually becomes your will into the future. They don't get that deep into this in the short film I just dropped. But, you know, they're talking about how we can restore everything. And I think instead of this gloom and doom shit, that's how we need to be thinking. The reason we see such disaster coming is because we're thinking with current thinking. How do we fix this with all the shit that made this happen in the first place? How do we, how do we fix it by electing another asshole who's going to do the same shit? Like, of course you feel defeated. But I think, you know, we're getting into the point where, like, there's a lot of wealth being generated here. I think Brian's right. I don't know if those numbers are going to be exact. I don't care. I mean, I look at it this way. Like, Bitcoins are planning gold as market cap of available gold, not like all the jewelry and shit, but the gold that's actually in reserve, is $500,000 Bitcoin. Think of the the wealth that creates for people that have a quarter of a Bitcoin, right? And, like, we're getting to a point where I think we're going to see literal citadels being built, both from a standpoint of actual maybe cities that are, like, smart cities that are built by people like us that actually are walled and stay the fuck out. But I think there's going to be a lot of, basically smart contract driven citadels. Like we don't need your shit. We don't need your economy. We have our own economy. And I was listening to another video today from uh, Robert Breed loves his sailor so, series, of Michael sailor. I think it was episode 16 or 17. And sailor said something very interesting to me because he's a believer that we'll still have the currency, like the U S currency the dollar or whatever, but, but it will be currency. It won't be money. And he's like, if, if the money has integrity, the currency doesn't have to, because you only have one or two percent of your your money converted to currency at any given time, he was talking about like if we go to a bar Saturday night, I'm not gonna like wire all my money that I keep with chase Bank and and walk into a bar with a million dollars right i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna get out about a hundred bucks or two hundred bucks, and if I drop a five on the floor, life goes on it doesn't matter because. All my money that's in the bank is secure, and then thinking that way with Bitcoin—that if you have a secure, defined money, and stop tr- stop trying to call it cryptocurrency. It's not cryptocurrency; it's money. Then whatever we're using for currency, and what ev- other economy we're working in, it's irrelevant if that currency fails because your your risk is so inherently limited because you're only gonna you're only gonna extract as much as you need. And you're probably not even going to do it through conversion. You're going to borrow against the money so that you don't pay taxes. And when I start thinking that way, all this gloom and dune shit just goes like, nah, fuck that. And, and again, I, I don't want to be where I forget about the people that are in different situations because we have a question. Nicole us with some questions that already came in. And like this guy here says, with prices skyrocketing, what can we do to make it through if we have not stockpiled any cash? I don't know. I, course, I think it would have been more for food, Right. Like, so like I'm like, bring it on. Like, I don't want it to happen, but if it does, bring it on. Like, I'm gonna be fine. I know X is gonna be fine. Like, we're set up, we're ready to go. But I think there's some people that are gonna get really hurt in all this, but I don't think that oh, that, that yeah. would be true. I don't I don't really know how to phrase it. You know, I don't wanna like sound like I don't give a shit about the people that are gonna get hurt. I care. But I can't fix it for
2: them. Well, if you have not yeah. stockpiled cash, I don't use cash. I use Craigslist. <laughs> I got, I literally got a thousand dollars worth of two by fours and four by eight paneling for this studio Tuesday because the guy got divorced and had to moving truck was coming. I, I took his whole room apart in his garage. I literally got fifty two by fours and thirty sheets of paneling. Like because I had a screw gun and a yep. trailer. So, so uh, legit,
1: I know the people who are building the the lifeguard stations for the cities, and they've got all of this wood, and they're like, "Hey, we've got all this wood, and we're going to burn it, literally." And and they're like, "You want to come get it?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" <laughs> you know, so schools.
2: I brought like trailer, and like Money it's all packed
1: right over there, right? So it, it is. It's about thinking critically about the different things that you have, the different <laughs>
2: things people need, and so the no, things that who's you have the have access to. Way of housing, right? It's the housing fucking code. If you can chuck some pallets together with some free stuff and free roofing and put together huts, why the hell not let people live in them, right? Cause somebody's well, that's the other part of
1: the, the collapse, that. right? If the collapse happens, they can't get you for all these little things, like how are you building your house? How are you, why are you collecting rainwater? You know, why would you put
2: a garden there? Like, So we get back to the natural state of how it should be Yeah, anyway.
1: but it's romantic. I don't know that it would actually go that way, like – you you go to places like Tajikistan, right, or or Kazakhstan, and you're out in the middle of nowhere. It's like, yeah, they don't really have much reach out you, but uh, what's the quality of life, right? No, like, it's what, 30, what are your options?
0: Do you get into the Citadel kind of concept then, though, where you get people that buy, you know, with the kind of wealth we're talking to some of these people, not me or you, but some of the, the real ballers, like buy half a freaking county and basically say to the state, you're not allowed in here. Yep, this yep, no, no a, you don't get to come yeah. in. You're no. You know, and what you know what a dude when a dude when an M two says you're not coming in, like unless you're ready unless you're ready to use that F sixteen, guess what? You're not fucking coming in.
1: Right? Yeah, I mean then you end up getting with like permis, right? You get the benevolent yeah. not so benevolent dictators. Like it ends up becoming a place without the the rights that a person should have, right? Should have. The, the rights that people are willing to stand up for. You end up living in a in, in basically a corporation. And the corporation is really the, the root of all evil that we see on the planet right now because it's a oh. non-living thing without empathy, oh. without without care, compassion, and yet it's treated like a human and it shouldn't be. And so it's protected in all these ways. And I just got off the phone with ATT and my internet sucks. And I'm and they're like extorting me for money. And there's nothing you can do about it, right? And like, how do you, how do you stand it? And so the only thing I can think of is Byron is like, you have to fucking uh, Voltron up and get everybody together and agree in some way, shape or form to all go in the same direction for the same agreed amount of part of time and and say, we're going to do this thing. Right. But it's hard. It's hard to get people to, to a trust, b believe, and then C get motivated and do something.
0: You know, I don't know that you can get people to agree that much. I mean, I think one of the things people have to come into touch with is we talk about rights all the time. You have no fucking rights. You, the only rights you have are the rights you can defend and that you can assert. Like, I don't mean that we shouldn't have rights. I don't mean that it's not proper that humans be recognized with the right to life, liberty and property. I'm not saying that's something. I'm saying, but you don't have rights because if you had rights, that person in Kazakhstan would be treated the same way that you and I are here, right? So we, we have the rights we can defend individually or we can defend collectively or we don't have rights. Like if I walk into a room and you and Brian and a few other people are in there, you're completely unarmed. And I've got 20 dudes with me and we're all strapped up with ARs and we point guns at you and we tell you what you're going to do. What fucking right do you have? Like the only real right you have that you can assert at that point is I'm not gonna do it, so go ahead and fucking shoot me and I'll die, but I won't I won't be complicit to you, right? That's all you really have. Like you're not gonna win that. So we have to start thinking that way as well. And I, I think that's that's that is some level of physical force, but it's more these new economic structures, right? That this is the matrix in that like even the agents have to play by their rules. We just sometimes don't realize how many ways they can break what we think are the rules right but in the end there is a there, we we all exist in this place we call earth and there's laws that are you don't get to break them like gravity if you want to break the law of gravity you have to expend a tremendous amount of energy and you can only do it for a time and only in certain ways and if you violate those laws Uh, Like, the richest guy from China was in Spain or France or somewhere, and, like, he leaned over some place that was, like, this big drop-off, and he fucking fell and died, right? Like, all his money couldn't do shit. He defied gravity for freaking a millisecond, and gravity said, no, you don't get to do that, bitch, you're dead, and he was gone. And so that's the world we live in. And I, and I don't know if I'm explaining it clearly enough, but I think that there are an immense amount of creative solutions. We're
1: talking about natural law,
0: natural we, we, law, we, but I'm also talking about understanding, like
1: makes right? Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. The understanding and using it. And it, we're, we're about to go through instead of all this shit about great resets and a new world order and all this crap, Humanity's going through a fucking transformation right now. Right. Um, and some people won't, won't survive the upgrade. I know that sounds harsh and evil and mean, but that's the truth. Like, we're going to go through this transformation. We're at a point Well, that's why everybody seems divided and shit. Everybody's in disagreement about how we're going to do this. But through natural law, we're going to fucking do it. Like, like we have come to a point where there's like, I don't know, eight and a half fucking billion of us infesting this planet. Like, and we're doing things that are not okay. Like I think we all agree with that. Like no matter what our political and I, when I say all, oh, I don't just mean us here. I mean yeah. the whole world. If you ask anybody, are there some things we're doing that we shouldn't be fucking doing? Unless they're a complete sociopath, they say yes. Yeah. Right. So something has to crack. Agree. Something has to crack, and and so you have government now in complete horror and terror of losing control. That's what's actually going on. Like they You're look right. like they're on the offensive because that's. That's because we're standing on their freaking nose. It and runs- they know this is about to go down. And they're they're trying to see a pathway where once it's done,
2: they're still in control or have some control. Well, in the, in the slowdown, right, everybody has had time to be at home, have a little bit of bills paid, and they have seen what it's like not to consume and buy shit every effing day. Do you <laughs> really really need the 35th effing Barbie this Christmas. Really? Right. So people are starting to think about that now, now that Barbie is going to be really expensive. So if, if, if everybody resets just 10%, you know how it goes, Jack on a sales budget. You can't go down. You can't slow down. Now you're pumping warehouses. Now you're effing up chain. It's all, they're so far behind. They're a year, year and a half behind. The, the slowdown in the psychology of the people of the stopping to consume shit and the number one consuming place in the world, there's ripples that haven't even started to come back.
1: Well, I'm also that- seeing people like leaving their jobs and being like really, really, really relieved about it, even though they're scared about how they're going to pay bills. They're wondering, what bills do I really need? What really makes life worth living? And it's all of this extracurricular bullshit that doesn't make life worth living. It's the connections that we have with one another. It's the, the the moments that we share looking into each other's eyes or laughing or whatever that makes us feel like we're not alone or that there is some some purpose to all of this bull, you know. And I think what Jack is talking about, a metamorphosis upgrade, you know, that's kind of what's coming, like, without a doubt. But it's going to – a lot of people are not going to make the upgrade, and I think it's for us who are It's like how do we weather that storm It's not the virus that we're worried about It's not the government that we're worried about It's other people It's other people who have not prepared Who are not intelligent Who do not see the, the, the writing on the wall Who do not trust their instincts Who do not trust their own intellect And uh, are not willing to be unlike the rest of the herd Right? They, they have that normalcy bias so strong That they don't know how to adapt And it's those who will have a hard time Adapting for this new world
0: you know, this makes me think of I was recently speaking to my sister and I don't have a really great family relationship with any of them, um, any of my family, but I try where I can. And she, like me, left our hometown in central Pennsylvania, which is it's been racked and destroyed by heroin at this point. And it's, it's a place that really you you have to get away from or you will get destroyed by it. Yep. And she was saying, like, you know, she never knew it when it was any different. And I'm quite a bit older than her. And I'm like, well, I did. And I said, I'll tell you what happened. When when she was little and I was, like, in my teens, the one thing the place had is, is everybody in the place had everybody's back, right? Like, people had each other's back. And, like, the one thing you knew, if shit went sideways for you, if you needed money because you were to lose your house, like, it wasn't going to happen. It wasn't. Nothing was ever going to happen that you couldn't get through, because you were known in that town if you lived there. Like if you hadn't been run out, you were you were one of us, right? And everybody had everybody's back. And it was about the time that my grandparents died that that died, and people didn't have anybody's back anymore. That's it's specific to that place because it's it's so impoverished that it's more evident. But that's the cancer in America today. That's the cancer in the Western world today. Nobody has anybody's fucking back anymore. And, like, we can all say that we're part of a group and we have each other's back and all. That's not what I mean. I mean the natural way that it was in this country for over 200 years. If some guy you down the road was going to his farm, people were like, oh, no, fuck that. We're going to do something about it. Not, you know, if something happened to John, like, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to help you out, John. Like, John lives at 1,600 miles from me. I mean, I'm happy to do it, but it wasn't really possible the way it was. We didn't have the technology, but it was also not necessary. Like Anybody would have like, looked at a local business about to go under, and if the guy was a good guy and he did a good job and he didn't screw people, like they would be like, no, we're going to do something about this. And, yep. and I, I think I'm at the perfect age where I watched that die. In our country. And that's our biggest problem. It's not the government. It's not these assholes that, you know, uh, in Scotland talking about uh, the, the climate agenda. It's that we don't give a fuck about each other no more. And, and until you solve that, everything else is just talk. Yep. Welcome, John.
2: Yeah. Yeah, man. How you doing? Uh, All right. I- Ever-explanatory growth. It, it's required. It's what you talked about the other day. That's yep. when the contract was broken. It, it's just you have to fuel the machine, so you have to sell more crap, so you have to get bigger, so you have to just keep doing it. And it's, and it's
1: sentimentality.
2: Yeah. I mean, think about it. they That last generation that worked for companies for life because they were, you know, they they, they. When I was selling coffee equipment, I met the guy that welded the bottoms of the cans in New York City. Still had a little leather seat, and they had the they had the robot sitting there in a box taunting them. The day he turned in his notice, they were going to turn the robot on. He got a job till he died just because that's, you know, it was an old guy that owned the company. Um, but you don't see that anywhere with anyone anymore, ever.
0: No, you that's don't. great. You know? No, you don't. Let's just replaceable.
2: Let's just it's- Go ahead. Conagra policy was 24-24. They wanted 24-year-olds to work 24 hours a day for $24,000. And when you started getting useful, you got expensive. Get the fuck out. Next guy in the chair. And they just burned you. And they talked about it openly, how fast they were going to burn out the next crew. Like humans. That was their thing. That's why I-, I blew a gasket. I couldn't say. Sorry, John. That, that, like, what that, are you doing that, all day? That has
1: been going on, right? That's like the railroads. That's the steel companies. That Everything. is the natural slower. law. The, the the I mean it, it, the the creatures that created humanity as a slave race. Let's say, like mm-hmm. all of it is set up to exploit.
2: We're at the Literally, end of the slavery exploit it's faster.
1: Yeah, and so you get that buildup of exploitation, and now people are starting to wake up, and like the the mass transmission of data and information people are waking up so much faster oh here's the real estate game oh here's the finance game oh here's how to start corporations ipos it, like people are just like up leveling on all of these different skills that used to be just in a cadre of small groups of individuals now that is that 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 power that um currency that they had of knowledge is being spread so it's like it's harder to take take advantage of people and exploit people so there's a new level playing field that has to be built and bitcoin and all of these currencies and cryptocurrencies um are part of that and like i believe that we are going to leapfrog what governance was and like to jack's point it's like it's going to be an even more decentralized globe with a bunch of small nation states or city states or smart cities and whoever offers the best services and actually has the best quality of living or the best rewards that the most people want will win Right. We think we see Dubai and Saudi Arabia being like, we've got to turn our deserts into something that makes sense. So they're building smart cities in places that it doesn't belong. But mm-hmm. the Jets technology, Jeff Lawton, you know, you can re-green deserts. Right. So it's really about innovation, who has the resources and survival of the richest almost at this point. But you have to
0: start thinking that way, right? And this is, this, you know, trying to stick a little bit to our agenda. Nicole was nice enough to put some of these questions in for us. And this one is, what are your thoughts on the Republican effort to block the OSHA mandates? The fact that this question has to be asked, to me, shows that we're not even th- – or they – Many of us are still not thinking at the level required to get through this. Right. So because if we take a logic, like the most logical base analysis of this, if we if we didn't pretend I don't give a shit about politics and we are just going to pretend I do, uh, it would be real simple. So what power do the fucking Republicans have in, in the Congress right now? And the answer is fucking zero. Right. So what do I think about the Republican effort to do anything to audit Joe Biden's diaper? I think it's fucking meaningless. It's virtue signaling. It's optics because they don't have the power to put any teeth behind it. So it's nothing but something for you to look at to feel that somebody's done something. And if you have to ask that question, if you can't immediately go, oh, fuck, look, these motherfuckers with no power are pretending they have power to make me feel better, then I don't think you're in a mental state to survive this upgrade. And I don't mean to pick on the person that asked it. And maybe they were asking it from a different angle. But I I'm pointing out there's so many people still thinking like this like even if you believe in that world which god stop um the, the base logic there should tell you this is fucking pointless and the time that your mind spent asking that question could have been spent working on these things we're talking about building your own freaking citadel and I I want you like We need the citadels. And again, it could be the walled city. It could also just be my ability to use this new technology to control my wealth in a way that you can't fucking have it, right? Like the citadel is something we have to all decide what citadel we want to build, what citadel we want to live in, and how many people we want cooperating with in our citadel. Like you said, X, like my idea of like the city, like people wouldn't live with rights and all. Well, you don't know that, right? Like, like, because, And maybe you wouldn't if you didn't have anything and you wanted to go anyway. Like, maybe you would go in and you would be fucking taking my garbage out, right? And maybe I would have to, like, pay some tribute to be there because I'm not a baller and I can't be for it at all. But, like, as long as people can work their way through a system like that and it's not a caste system, then that's just good old-fashioned capitalism to me. And if you suck and I can leave, I don't care. You know, as long as I can leave. Like, as long as we're talking about a place like you go and then, like, you get branded like a cow or some shit, and if you leave, your head explodes. Like, have us, you know, instead of fifty laboratories of liberty that we're supposed to have with our republic, why not ten thousand?
3: Yeah, I agree. There's nothing wrong with communism as long as it's voluntary. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, I don't know. We're I, I missed a lot of the show. Obviously, how's everybody doing? I uh, we're just bitching. Yeah, I know. I can tell. I listened to some in the van on the way back from uh, where I was at. So are you, am I on an echo there somewhere? So um, no, I mean, I see, I see small communities popping up where I am, which is nice, especially like where I live, even uh, over the summer, spring, I had people asking me for free soil for their gardens and stuff on my road. So I kind of see this organic uh, upswell of these, um, you know, smaller local communities popping up, at least where I live. And I know we're all in a different geography here. I I heard that kind of come up in the beginning and it's, it is a weird thing where like Seattle's its own animal, Texas, Florida, they're all their own thing. And like new England is its own thing as well with its weird, strange mix of like, here's a state that's tyrannical. Here's a state that's not. Um, but even within those little tyrannical States, there's these small like, like communities starting to build up, which is pretty cool. Uh, you know, from what I've seen, um, Yeah, you know, so as far as paying attention to the Republicans are doing with the OSHA mandate, I mean, if Trump had won and had decided there should be an OSHA mandate and the Democrats didn't have enough power in uh, Congress, it would be the same fucking thing. It'd just be them saying this is ridiculous and it's a violation of rights and blah, 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 blah. And uh, it would just be coming from the other side. So so my opinion on, uh, you know, it's just a different fucking peanut in the turd. Really is all it is when it comes to Republicans and Democrats. It's like which peanut would you like to pick out and chew on? Good luck with that. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> a peanut in the turd. <laughs> so I got I got asked to be on part of this uh, this this news station, um, and I'm I'm the libertarian voice. They've got a very far right guy, a very far left guy, and then me. And they're like, "Oh, Xavier Hawk's a libertarian." I'm like. Fucking, like, I don't even know. I don't even know what the libertarian uh, policies are other than fucking don't do anything. Right. We don't need government. I said. And, and instead, I took a cue mostly from Jack. And I was like, no, I'm like a crypto anarchist. Like, there should be no government. There should be uh, agreed upon relationships and like good word. You know, and if we have to make contracts to uphold those those good words, then let's do that. Um, and and they were talking about a lot of the same kind of topics like the OSHA this, you know, what's going on with the left with the right. And I'm over here like we just need to learn to get along and get rid of all the lies. Like if we could get if we could get truth to become the basis of our business or, 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 you know, just social contract, that would be great. That would be a start. Right. And frankly, I don't even know what the OSHA issue is right now at this time. Like,
0: well, they're saying they're going to have a law that's a a rule because it's not a law because OSHA can't pass a law a rule. If your company has more than 100 people in it then you have to require vaccines. Yeah. Right. Plenty of companies are like, fuck you, we're not doing it, right? Like plenty of companies are like, no, because like, you know, I I said this before, but if I'm a CEO of a corporation and it's like a multi-billion dollar corporation and I just look at how many of my employees are not vaccinated and who are not going to get vaccinated and I go, I either fight the government or I go fucking bankrupt. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to fight the government, right? I don't want to fight the government, but if I fight the government, I'm still in the fight. If I go bankrupt, yeah. I'm fucked yeah. because who am I going to oh, hire, right? Think about this. Like, this is this is something that literally can't work. That's what the government's like to do. They like to do things that can't possibly work. You can't do this because if, if it was just me, if I was some asshole and decided you have to have vaccines, and then 50% of my workforce walks off, well, then I could just – try to hire enough people to replace them. But if all the people in the market for a job are generally there because they were also put off the job because they were not (laughs) vaccinated, who the fuck am I going to hire? Oh, by the way, we're in the middle of a labor shortage and a supply shortage. Like I can't afford to do this as a company. So eventually this is to me, I think this is a shakeout. This is like when you have futures contracts closing and you shake the weak hands out at the end of a future cycle. Like, the thing itself's not going anywhere. Like you know, the the oil futures will do their thing, but oil's not going to go away. Or Bitcoin futures will do their thing, but Bitcoin's not going to up- explode because of futures contracts coming out. You're shaking those weak hands. And I think what yeah. they're doing is, how many people can we get to do this because we say they have to? Because in the end, no corporation is going to shutter their doors, right? When we're talking about these multinational, multi-billion-dollar companies over this shit, they're not going to do it. And You know, the the days I think of bailing that shit out, like you can't just keep doing that. Like I think we're running out of the end of that one too. Like that's going downhill. Oh, it's
1: all kind of coming to a head. I think I think we're in the greatest show on earth at the greatest time period. Um, another question we have is what do you think it'll take to get Freedom Airlines functional for us agorists? I would say about twenty million dollars. Maybe a hundred and twenty.
0: They'll buy one plane, right? Like
1: well, it depends on where is everybody. Like, if we want to set up a, a plane route from Texas to Florida, and that's about it. Like, we can do this pretty simply.
0: <laughs> that's, that's, almost, that's actually there already. There's an airline called TSX or RSX or something like that. They're, like, semi-private. You don't yeah. go to the fucking terminal. You go, like, to a hangar. And well, what, they do what, have what? security, but, you, like, you walk through this thing, and they don't even, you don't even know you're walking through it. It, like, just determines, like, you're not carrying a forty-five or some shit. And what then, like, you get on the plane. It's called TSX or RSX, and they fly to, like, the West Coast. They're out of Dallas. They fly out of Dallas. They fly to, I think, Colorado and Destin, Florida. But I don't know that it's Freedom Airlines. It's just a lot fucking better. The problem with airlines is it's federally regulated, right? And if you're going to fly international, you're going to have to deal with both sides of the equation. Like, the U.S. could say today, no more mandates, no more masks, no more fuck all, fuck it all. And Germany could still say, "But if you're flying into uh, Berlin International Airport, you have to do these things, or you can't land your plane here." Right? That, that that's one of the hardest things to deal with right now is 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 air travel, unless you're truly private, like
2: truly private, like you're flying in a private airport, thousand
1: dollar flight, fly XO.
2: Well, okay, so everybody said you couldn't drive anyone around in the city. Except if you had a taxi medallion that was three quarters of a million dollars in New York like 20 years ago, so the actual uh, I kind of follow uh, mm. I kind of follow drone human drone stuff a lot. Um, like they're running people from the high end casinos to the high end hotels right now in human drones. You just get your ass in you're in the casino in three minutes. So everybody's arguing about roads. You're not going to really need roads. Like you, 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 you're talking about the last thing. It, it's the next thing. Well, it, it's, it's
0: interesting. You said that. So uh, like, think about the, the competitors. Like you got Uber and Lyft Lyft, Would it like, there's a shitload of private pilots out there. Right. That have small aircraft that fly them all the time. There's nothing that prohibits them from taking me for a ride. Yeah. Like if they, if they want to put a, a logo on a side of the plane, to be a commercial airline. That's different. But if all they want to do is say, Hey, John, yeah, I'll fly you down to freaking Virginia, they can do that. No one can stop them. What if you had like Uber Air? So all these private pilots, and then well, and if you notice what happened with Uber and Lyft, right? All of a sudden it went from like guys with their little jalopies to dudes that were buying like Escalades just to provide that service. I know many. That's an
2: interesting idea, Brian. So, yeah, yeah. I, when it makes the leap to, to, to the human drones, I'm on. I already have a drone pad. I'm getting ready to pour. <laughs> no, it's coming. It's coming. And somebody is going to need to have a drone shop, right, to do maintenance on the, on the engines and all the upgrades and all the yada yada. Yep. And I will somehow use it in my agricultural endeavors so it will be industrial, agriculturally zoned properly. My Food
0: Forest Farms Coffee may someday arrive in my back porch in a drone. <laughs> hopefully,
2: hopefully. That would be a dope. John
0: Dowie's microgreens might go to his restaurants in a drone. Little drone.
2: Oh.
3: It'd be you so know, much better than twenty hours <laughs> a week. <in> the <laughs> Yeah, twenty hours a week in the rape van.
2: <laughs> you know, we're getting our network of farms that are uh, vol- voluntarily cooperating, right? That are all within drone distance easily. You, know, you pick up the meat, you move it to the next one, you drop some meat, you pick up some greens, you go to the next one, you pick up some. You- hey, we're not that far from it. We really yeah, it's are
3: just, It's an air. It's a. It's a railroad in the it's air. That it is. Yeah. It's coming. Uberjets.com. Oh, wait, sorry. Fly
2: Uberjets.com. There you go. Anyway, the Fly question Uber. is about the airlines, right? It's a, it's about a lot of discussion about the Freedom Airlines, and everybody goes about it about buying a some buying a the, the old just stop out Yeah. Pretend you just got dropped here from Mars and you're looking around at all the new stuff. What would you do?
0: Yeah, it's it's the old thing, right? You don't want a drill bit, you want a hole. You want a hole. There's a hole. lot of fucking ways to make a hole. We can use a blowtorch, somebody's head. You know, like a rock at high speed, a bullet, a drill bit, could a, you like a shoot plasma a, cutter, on a, on a laser, right? Seven minutes? Maybe we find three. something that already has a hole in it. There's a lot of solutions to getting that hole. And there's a lot of so what we don't we don't really even want airlines. We want rapid travel in a convenient manner without hindrance. Right, so like, if we could have a transporter like on Star Trek, we wouldn't be fucking having this discussion because like all four of us right now would be sitting in my studio instead of on, and, and then we would be broadcasting from here out, like because we would all just I just beam everybody here, and then like, next week we'd all beam to like Brian's, and next week to like John's, we wouldn't beam to fucking Xavier's because his internet's shit, but like other than that, we wouldn't have this discussion this way. So like your point's really relevant. Like what are all the tools that we can use to enable rapid transit without interference from government? Ask the question the right way. You start getting totally different answers.
2: What industry are you really in? That's what I love asking people. It's what travel. Yeah. Right? It's yep. tra- travel. So,
0: okay, let's try that. Let's try to do this one. Cause this one sucks ass, man. Um, Okay, the vast vaccine passports are coming to my province. So I'm thinking it's Canada. Uh, this includes papers to go to any food store. Anyone have any experience in setting up a food co-op or a network? I'm thinking using a private club. I'm thinking about using a fucking club like when that shit, like you're now interfering my ability to feed myself and my family like I don't know. I think i I don't like to espouse violence, but I think that's time for like about five thousand motherfuckers to say no. Like I, I, really do. Like I, I'm sorry.
3: Is there a more peaceful solution to this, guys? It won't happen in Canada, though. Um, <laughs> those people love oh, that's their what I tyranny. Call it. Canada, yeah, they love their tyranny light. So, I, uh, I have a, I guess I have a little bit of an experience in this uh, world because I sort of do that. Um, I would start just by starting to call farms around where you live and trying to source uh, food to, 100%. to resell. I'm, Become the aggregator. Yeah, just become the aggregator then um, maybe start adding some of your own products like I did. You know, So I, I grow microgreens. I sell syrup. I sell honey. I sell mustards. I, I only do high quality local New Hampshire products. I can easily expand that into almost anything else oh. I'd like. I have the customer base, so it makes it easier. But if you're starting from zero and you can find some people that have products for you to sell, then what do you have to lose? You know, And now you have a source of that for yourself. You may have to you know, take a little bit of risk there buying in bulk, but start with non-perishable items, right? And then once you start building a customer base, if you don't already have that going on, or you're not already growing your own products, then start to expand into some perishable items, right? Maybe there's a place nearby that, you know, grows a shitload of broccoli or something. And, you know, you have access to uh, 200 pounds and you have 10 customers and you start splitting it up and, you know, then start working in, you know, some literature to uh, how to preserve food, you know, with your customers. And I would turn it into a business myself, um, but I would turn, I turn everything into a business. So it's a, it's an affliction.
0: Makes me think of my talk today with Jake with all his freeze drying shit. And he's like yep. basically getting a gallon of milk from an Amish guy every week. And he makes it into milk powder and gives like half the milk powder powder back to the farmer. Right. Like that could be, that could be literally industrialized. And I mean, in like a small scale, industrialized manner. Yeah, true I,
3: enough. You and know. then I work under the radar as much as possible. I don't know how that goes there. I mean, there's a reason I live in New Hampshire. So yeah. there's that. I mean, I had very, very few restrictions on doing what I wanted to do. But you can always make anonymous phone calls to government and ask them rules. And then at least be aware of the rules that might stand in your way at some point. And even if you're going to just go around them, you know, understand the risk. Um, in the meantime, I know... They are making it so you can't go to the store and pick your shit out, but there is, uh, you know, grocery delivery services. <laughs> I Carl, instead
0: of ordering groceries, you're saying order in bulk and distribute yeah. yourself. And then, all you right.
3: know, and, and start looking out. Like, there's going to be the guy that owns the store that's like, fuck that. You know? Yes. people in, And then make sure that guy doesn't get his ass kicked. Like, you got to get your people together. And this is all, you know, Jack said for a long time, like, you know, you prepare now for the worst, you know, if times get tough, even if they don't, whatever. Well, now they have. And if you haven't been preparing for this, it's going to be a lot harder, you know, but building community five years ago would have been real helpful right now. Maybe yeah. uh, I'm not saying the per- person who answered the question hasn't or asked the question. hasn't done that already, but uh, I know a lot of people have it. And now they're scrambling, you know, yeah, so. yeah,
2: there, was, there was a couple of people that joined my coffee club that are intentionally for last while been overbuying, because in the in the four layer bags, it's quality coffee for a year. It's good enough if you're going to stack it and rack it and just drink. So they got up to a year and are drinking one one in, one out. I drink shitty
3: coffee anyway. So it lasts forever in you my world. fucking Folgers.
2: But no. having, having a stash intentionally and working directly with the producer, they locked <laughs> up one from the cafe. <laughs> you know? So anyway, I locked up my beef guy. Made sure he's you know got a couple going. So you know lock stuff up. Yeah, go direct my 500 project. That's what that whole thing's for. Although it's kind of too late at this. Although it's a snowball, right? It will only grow forever. So if you put yeah. in hashtag 500 project, and then anything you're looking for, food, beef, coffee, mechanic services, whatever. It it will find you a social media post by somebody who is using that hashtag, which means they are providing the service directly. Mm -hmm. Then you got to talk with somebody. Maybe they're in the wrong province, so you ask them, like, to a human, hey, who's your homie in Alberta? All right, B guys talk to B guys. Mechanics talk to mechanics. Everybody talks to each other. Use the human network. We're only, like, one slot off from almost everything you want if you just talk to people. So find people that do the thing. And ask them directly. Talk to them. You could call me anytime. My phone's down there. I answer. Can only be a prick once. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. Be be human. Talk to each other. That's how you do it. That's that. That's my answer. You could fight them, or you could just go direct.
3: Yeah, I mean, if you haven't already started doing this stuff, then now is you know do it now. Right now. The next shitty thing that happens, maybe you'll be ready for that situation you know when that happens and hopefully you have been and if you haven't then just start now i mean i i definitely wasn't 100 percent prepared going into this uh in the lockdown land i wasn't prepared for them to shut all my fucking customers down overnight but uh i figured it out because i started right then and i just busted ass for a while so maybe the answer is you just have to bust ass right now to build these networks and then it's not like that's going away you know, I mean, the next bad thing that happens or whatever, you're still going to have that situation going for you. So I think that's the way to go.
1: How important do you think it is to have power generation on your facility
3: or your home or
1: in your community? Decentralized power generation.
2: <laughs> I got two I gener- Bob. I'm going to yeah. have a shortly.
3: Yeah, I have four generators, but I have a grow room in a different location, so there's that. But I I, I don't think you're – I don't know if you're talking about a generator that runs off gas. You can only store so much gas. Um, I'm thinking – you know, it's funny because 10 years ago when I moved to where I live, I'm on a lake – a dead-end lake road, and there's a mountain right there. And I'm like, that'd be a great spot for a windmill. I bet you we could all make that shit happen. You know, and it's like – it's a real loose um, – You know, it's not an HOA, but it's like a real loose association where it's like you can pay voluntarily, you know, and that stuff. And I'm like, man, like if everybody on this road pitched in an extra 300 bucks a year or something, we could have a fucking windmill, like a real one, you know. So back to building community that I didn't do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And I say put religion as an umbrella over anything you do as a community. I have founded a world religion. It's called the Church of United Faiths. And you can become a member. And people keep asking me, like, well, are you going to incorporate this way or that way? No. No, it's a frigging faith. Like, there is no, like, there's all types of faiths in the world that have no central entity. They just have this umbrella of belief. And then people do whatever they need to do from a legal structure under that umbrella wherever it makes sense to do it. And I think that these things, in anything that you do, like a co-op or whatever, it's for, it's for members of the church only. Well, what church? None of your fucking business. You're not a member. You weren't invited in. You can't be a member. So fuck off. That doesn't sound very religious. Well, that's our religion. It's called the fuck off faith and you're not a member. So I can't talk to you about it. Right. Like it works for the Masons. Right. Like, so, so why, why can't we have our own not so secret secret society of people that, that believe in central tenants. And that's what the church of United Faith is about a centralized tenants um, that I that I actually believe that nobody that actually practices their religion can say are not valid tenets. That's why it's the United Faith Church. And you should be a member if you want it. Like, we're volu- the Voluntary Association Association. You should be a member, but only if you want.
3: Oh, um, oh it's under i eye wearing that shirt. <laughs> I remember that.
0: Yeah. I remember that week. <laughs> that was a good week. Yeah, what happened was- to X, man? We lost X.
3: I don't know. He no, turned here. his. Uh, he's showing us some oranges or something.
0: He's probably lighting a cigar or something.
2: Uh, yeah, the, the gathering neighbors cigar. thing. It's great, John. We uh, I got my couple of four or five guys now. We we maintain a mile and a half from the cement. It's all private property from then on in, and the county just stays the fuck out of it now because we've we've taken care of the drainage better than they ever had ever. So you know, the fire guys happy they could get the truck in if they need it now actually could get to us so yeah yeah everybody's happy and since we just took it over there hasn't been a whole lot of anything said really they just stopped coming down yeah
0: what nice. do you guys think about maybe buying a town like oh,
2: all about I, it let's do it
0: i'm so serious I'm about, about like it. there are towns that have literally evaporated all over this country well you can and, drive and through. they're not all in deserts and shit right some of them are like in you know midwestern towns and stuff like that yeah. where they get rain they have good soil and it's just like, maybe there's one dude left there that lives in his old-ass house, and the whole structure's there. The town's still incorporated, but it's dead. Yeah. Like, you could just buy that guy out and just take the whole place well, over. He might, he might be cool. Or he might be cool, you know? I don't know. He stayed. Nobody else did, You're so right. maybe you might It
1: would have, have to be yeah. Texas or Florida at this point. Florida well, Florida. He
0: knows where everything works.
3: When I drive... It's- County. When but I we don't have from,
0: dead towns. That's the thing. Florida and Texas don't have, like you have to establish a new town in Texas. Like, I think
3: you do. Yeah. If you drive from, if you drive I 20 from your house to Abilene, like I do once a year. Oh, that's uh, fucking desert. Holy shit, though. There's empty fucking towns like yeah. the whole stretch. You can tell they used to be vibrant when it yeah. was like truck routes and shipping, and it's just yeah. empty. And, you know, I know it's desert, but, you know, Jeff Lawton or something.
0: It's, 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 that's desert you can oh. work with. That's not like, yeah. West Texas. Um Yeah, you're not I can't uh, think of a place out there toward El Paso that everybody sells ranch land and you're like, it's not a fucking ranch, but you're ranching rocks. Yeah. Like I mean, there's some stuff that's really harsh. That stuff out there like toward Midland and all that's yeah. that's doable. Out toward like Possum Kingdom. People vacation
3: out there and shit. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, let's do it. The town. What should we you know, call it? Spiritopia? Uh, I was thinking Dowie stand, but you know, we can fight over it. <laughs> what about what about well, I'm just gonna make you hit yourself again. Um <laughs> What about Bitville? I got like eight bucks. You uh call it Bitville. Yeah. But yeah. that's the name of a
0: kid's book. So a kid's book about Bitcoin that everybody should read, by the way. Dude. Read it to your kids. It's called Gooseland. Bitville. Gooseland. 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 Oh, now Goose we're in trouble.
1: There is a town, I think, in Texas that is its own nation. And it has like a population of two. I saw it on some weird uh, little blip of a video. And, oh, God, let me look it up. You guys... Oh, they're, they're, he, he actually started a nation they have their own post office their own stamp uh all of this stuff i like it um nation so, i mean
0: a way to make it work in texas you got to build your house underground you gotta you can't live where i live where it's all rock you got to live somewhere you can go in ground there's a community up in denton i should organize some kind of a like field trip up there sometime or something it's all Earthships, but they're not really Earthships because they're not made with tires, but they're like Earthship-style built into the ground homes, yeah. and their energy footprint is almost nothing, right? And, and I've, yeah. I, I actually went there one time. This was comical as shit. It's when I was young, and I sold insurance, and I was trying to sell insurance to an artist that lived in an Earthship in the middle of an Earthship community. How how my my appointment setter even got me the appointment? I don't know. I think he did it for his own amusement. He's like, "See all my fucking art. When I die, it's worth more money." Right. That was. But I was in his house. It was like August in Texas with no air conditioning or anything, and it was incredibly comfortable. And so I I don't know. Maybe we could do that. We'll, we'll make Gosland in Texas somewhere and. As long as we can dig a hole, then you, your construction cost is actually cheap, right? Because yeah. you're using the earth.
3: Well, you can get the hills out there. You just go right in the side of the hill.
0: That's, that's Yeah, elevation change. And that's what this yeah. place has. It's kind of like light rolling hills. And everybody kind of tucks their home into – so you're only going like halfway in, like a split level in the northeast. But then the top level is shoved into the hill. Wow. And it was really cool as shit.
1: And it's they have to plans.
0: If you, if you were building and you were using a generator while you were building, you couldn't run it after a certain time of day so people could sleep and stuff. But that was, like, their only actual rule they seemed to have.
3: Yeah. No leaf blowers after 9?
0: Yeah, something like that. You know, no, no motors running and, you know, anything like that after, I think it was 8
2: o'clock. That's it. I'm, I'm going to dig uh, into the side of a southeast-facing hill. Two-thirds of the way of the structure will be underground, and one-third will be out. That will be the downward sloping roof. Um, so you won't see it from above satellites. that um, will have a
0: great window. But they're gonna drop, th- uh, did you make, right when he said that, I'm like, they're going to drop bunker busters
3: on us.
2: Yeah, yeah, now, but we don't know exactly it <laughs> is. But, yeah, <laughs> uh, they used them all. So, yeah, for, uh, so they out like
3: cruise missiles. I think they left all those in Afghanistan.
2: So, right, That's so true. You just excavate out the uphill side, right? Pull all the dirt down. And then we're going to do foam creep. So we're going to knit together the bubble and then use an inflator to inflate it and shoot the first layer on, right? And then rebar it all and tie it in, yada, yada. And then just put a hole in the ground. You can put a house in the ground. It's not that much different. Right. Yeah. Especially if you're not going to cover it with tons and tons of earth, right? Just a little bit to get a little moss and shit to grow, wood chips and yada, yada. And onward you go. A little rhino lining.
0: All of a sudden, you don't care about tornadoes anymore? That's what that, mm-hmm. that's what got me when I visited that dude and his wife. He's, they're like, yeah, did, you, did you see the tornado hit last week? I'm like, yeah. He goes, yeah, we didn't care. He said, we didn't even – we like, oh, there's a tornado. All right, whatever. What's and a tornado? A fireproof glass. You're done. It's a swirling cloud of death, John.
3: Oh, we don't get those.
0: No, you don't. <laughs> but, so I don't know. Maybe we do need to start like – I've always Arcosante. wanted to do a, a, a settlement and maybe we need to go ahead and do it. Like,
3: dude, I'm ready to move. Like I'm ready to take my family. I didn't give a shit a year or two years ago. Cause it was just me. And then the wife, I mean, Jack, I'm ready to go. Right? Yeah. We have, we the, have the business. The
1: model. Yeah. We have the governance. We have, I mean, we could literally all we need to, and we have the power we could actually be producing. So long as we picked a place that had manufacturing, we could build it around manufacturing and manufacturing, you know, even phones, Right now, because what's going on with China and Taiwan? Bad news. All of our electronics come from Taiwan for the most part, and or China. Um,
0: and then, you guys know how
2: much money Nicole's making freeze-dried Skittles? Manufacturing anything. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's fucking
0: making bank freeze-drying Skittles and candy corn. That's
2: anything. Fucking crazy. I don't, crazy. Even,
0: get I don't oh. even get it. It's so weird. I think they must, pay, they must be, like, addictive or something. Like, you eat one, it, like, explodes in your mouth or something. You're like,
2: fuck, I got to have more. You not, like, you trade real real drug dealer network. Anything. Anything.
3: I, have Anything. I forgot to say to the guy with the question. or. Oh, or, or um, I, uh, in my travels, come across, uh, in my barrel business, I come across a lot of plumbers and guys in the trades that were forced to work through the pandemic and now are being forced to show vax cards. Right. And if you're okay with getting a paper card down in uh, Canada, um, (laughs) talk to a plumber. Just leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Talk to a plumber if you want, you know.
0: I think it says you're allowed to go places. Faux papers. Yeah. Talk to a plumber. Yeah. He can help you. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying?
1: Got you. Got you.
3: The microgreens mafia knows. <laughs>
1: Microgreen mafia.
3: We still got to build that show someday.
2: <laughs> Sticking fingers. Yeah. And- it's like that in every industry. They yeah. everybody forgets that like if you just grow all the microgreens by selling like 10x more restaurants that don't 90% don't use them, right? Mm-hmm. So really if you guys all band together and like grew the pie, you would all make more money, but it's just so much more drama and fun to fight. <laughs> so <laughs> Like That's whole, it's the whole story of the Specialty Coffee Association. Just guys getting high in a lobby, throwing money in a hat, and realizing, like, hey, fuck Coke and Pepsi. They're the problem, not <laughs> your- yeah, I think the thing is, like,
0: people have to take a whole new v- view of competition, too. We started talking about mafia and all, and you're basically gilding there, keeping other people out. We we are in such a state of disrepair as a society There's so much need. There is no real competition. Now, John's saying, fuck you, asshole. You don't understand. I got a limited number of restaurants that I'm selling to. But like when your restaurant business got pressured, you just did like 500 other fucking things, right? Like the the best argument I've ever heard against some of my concerns with automation displacing work, for instance, was that we will never be out of jobs until we're out of problems. That as long as there's problems... There's shit for people to do because we have problems. So we don't have to worry about running out of things for people to do until we run out of problems. I don't know about you guys, but I don't see us running out of problems any fucking time soon.
3: I don't know. No, (laughs) never mind.
0: i mean as a society like yeah i don't have a lot of problems
3: with all the woke woke complaints i believe some people are out of fucking problems but that's a whole different animal oh i see what you're saying no Um, i agree with you there i think uh, that's what happened i think as long as is the more automation there is i just bit my fucking cheek the more automation there is i think um there's more opportunity uh to sell handmade shit too and like market stuff you've done like there's a farm right up like 40 miles from me that does fully automated fucking lettuce in a greenhouse. And, and it sucks because no one's actually looking at anything, but uh, you know, I, no one wants that. Like it's available and it sells, I guess enough to stay in business, but like people would rather buy it from a guy that's, you know, well, at least my, the customer base I'm looking for would rather buy it from somebody that's actually putting in the work and doing the hands-on thing rather than something done by a machine. I think that could go for almost any industry. Like, you know, I purposely look around cuz there's a shitload of guys that make their own lumber around here. I purposely look for those guys and I'll pay that guy an extra, I don't know, 10 cents a board foot or something, you know, instead of going to, you know, Home Depot, let's build something fucking warped together, you know? So like <laughs> I'll go and get something from like a local dude, you know, and I just there's, there's the more automation that comes, there's going to be more and more of that available, you know. Yeah, there's wanna...
0: so much opportunity. I mean, I there's this guy, I quit following him. Because I could never buy one. He's on eBay. He goes and he finds like these really old axes and shit. Like, and he cool. completely restores them. And like, I'm like, I'm gonna fucking buy one. So like it went up like two hundred dollars. I'm like, I'll pay two fifty for it. It went up like three fifty. I'm like, fuck. And after I chased like eight of them up to like a like eight hundred dollars, I'm like, I don't fucking want it that bad. I gave up even trying. So he's and he's selling like an axe or two a week. Wow, and he's selling most of them for somewhere right around a grand over a grand.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's I'm like folks on eBay doing stuff like that, and like Instagram, like real artisan shit, and like yeah, they're making good money.
0: I just saw this video. One of those things where they put music to it, and you just see it all happen kind of faster. This dude in Russia in his workshop build this table out of a fucking oak tree, like a hundred twenty year old oak tree, and he starts by milling the lumber with a chainsaw and like a laser. So, But it's not like a laser, that does anything. it? And he just projects a line, and he, like, freaking cuts all the boards out of it. And then he put these inlays in it that were made out of brass, and he took, like, um copper and zinc and threw it in a crucible and shoved it in a, just a wood stove <laughs> and a shop vac for a forge, melted it, poured it in these bow tie things and inlay. And, like, when he was done with it, this thing was absolutely gorgeous, and I bet you it was expensive, even in Russia. But if you bought that table... Your freaking great grandkids would eat dinner on it. You'd be dead and that thing would still be around. Like, I think that that value mindset's coming back, and I I hate to always sound like the apostle of Bitcoin, but I think it's because if we restore hard money, we restore hard assets. As long as we have soft money, we have soft product. Like, if you go to New York City and you look at some of the churches that were built in the middle of the 1800s when we had gold as money, And you look at that church and you look at the ornate detail on the walls. If you've ever been in like downtown Manhattan, you look at it and you stand in total fucking awe, right? This church is 180, 190 years old now, and we can't build it today. We can't afford to build it today because our mindset won't let us because it's just much easier to just build a quick, fast building, let it fucking rot in 20 or 30 years and build another one. That's how we think because our money's soft. In the time of hard money, we built long-lasting things. And I think that whole mindset's coming back. And I think that, like, I don't know that Bitcoin's causing it. Like I said, I think we're going through this transformation, and it's the transformation maybe caused Bitcoin. You see what I mean? Like, this this desire to go back to, like, my God, think of just how they built a car, you know, 50 years ago compared to today. Like, if you had taken care of those cars, they're still driving them in Cuba. They're yeah. still driving the average car. Cube is like 80 years old or something. Not that old. I think he's like 62 years old or something. Yep. Yep. Now he's back. Let's get him back in. He keeps oh. vanishing. He's worse than Xavier today.
3: All right, all right, all right. I went all the faster. What happened? Network. what happened to the homeless people in Seattle? Shit all over the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so <cool>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's just a legitimate theory. That's not bad. That's just that's a totally reasonable question for us no, to ask. So it me mean, I mean, think How about why know? the
1: pooh bear outfit for like a whole bunch of reasons. <laughs> like if you are
0: going to you
2: know, out. Out. Yeah, yeah, no, my my property's an hour away. It's it is out as you're going to get. It's the woods. Yeah, um yeah. actually the little town that's north of me um they, there's a, still a plaque to this day in the little city park. Uh, there's like a little anarchist standoff against the state back in like 1890. So, yeah, the, uh, so that that's I mean. who started that town on the end of the peninsula. So that's, oh, interesting. That's kind of who my so, neighbors are. That, yeah.
1: Jack, I have a question for you. Um, Dallas-Fort Worth is the closest airport to where you're at, right? Yes. And that's where I would fly into Getting my tickets.
0: yes, this disturbs um, me. You're asking me this question at this point in time.
1: Why? I'm, I'm coming. <laughs> um, so we also have no <laughs> ticket. there's
0: no, no fucking totally ticket. Rent.
1: No, the tickets are like a hundred bucks still. Like, I'm, I'm good. All right, um, all right. I look, I was supposed to go to Scotland and Dubai, and I canceled all of those because I was He's like, not fucking I'd rather, coming. I re- I rather go to Texas. So, uh, <laughs> but I do want to give a shout out to John Bush about his exit and build land summit dot com um, that's happening this weekend isn't it yeah I'm going to speak seven. at it, I'm oh, right at on. At and it. Nicole's, Nicole's like driving out tomorrow on her way out there she's going to go stop there on the way to your event
0: she's sure. really going to do that because it's totally not fucking on the way <laughs> it's like oh, I don't know. go past and come it. back good for her though oh, I gee. didn't know she was going down for it he asked great. me to go down I'm like you're out of your fucking mind I'm getting ready for my workshop that weekend like no but I, I told him, I, I said, I, don't, I can't even do a presentation. What I can do is I can teleconference in and you can ask me anything you want. Right. So that's and I, I don't even know what he's going to ask me. And, you know, I'm about as prepared as you are to come here. You know, like <laughs> you understand the the day you're supposed to be here now is fucking Wednesday next week. Yeah. and You don't even have a plane ticket.
1: Bro, I make my plane tickets like three days before I go somewhere usually. That's how I travel. That's how I plan.
0: Ken Berry just pulled the same shit. Ken Berry just texted me like two days ago. What airport do I fly into and what is your physical address? Aren't you coming from Florida?
1: (laughs) Can't you just drive there?
0: I I mean, he was here last year too. Because he showed up, unlike Xavier and Sal.
1: (laughs) I got sick with COVID last year. That was the fucking problem. I had the he plane cool. tickets. I was getting up and, and like going at five a.m. in the morning. I was dressed, that, but that's how I started Baseline. Baseline will be a year old on the 18th, or no, before that, a 11th. year old. Yeah, on the 11th. So, like, It'd be somewhere old,
0: around the 11th because we always do the workshop the week of Veterans Day.
1: Yep. And so, uh, that I, instead of flying out, I did the first episode of Baseline um, that morning at five a.m. So, listen. We have John's event coming up here this weekend, and that's the Exit and Build Land Summit. No, what is it? It's, yeah, exitandbuildlandsummit.com. And if you haven't yet, you should, and you should go and spend some time with us geese and any other uh, people that you look to for, you know, ways to prepare and and to get involved. Um, I think he said he has like mean, fifteen
0: thousand people registered for it too. So that's fucking off the hook, badass for him. Fifteen thousand. That's in fifteen thousand is what he said his email to me today.
2: Holy shit! <laughs> that's not lying. <laughs> no, fifteen thousand. Is now wow.
0: 1500? fifteen hundred. Fifteen thousand registered and counting. Wow, that's
1: he's that, been that's promoting a, pretty well. And what was it like? Uh, nine nine bucks for that
2: for the online? Uh, I
0: don't know. Uh, he's not giving me any money, so I don't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I gotta have yeah. him help me promote Squatchfest. The Squatch yeah. thats our new address. Oh, oh, I wanted a dot .com instead of another silly address. Yeah.
3: The Xavier, if you book now, it's only 105 bucks on Spirit. Fly with us, and you'll be one Airlines. There you
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: Airlines oh, yeah, the air oh, they're so yeah. awful. Their slogan, Spirit, they're fly with us and you'll f- be one.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 maybe are the airline that I turn off whenever I do searches. <laughs> i, they're so them the bad. I don't care so glad. In,
3: in their defense, I've flown them from uh, Boston to uh, Fort Lauderdale. And if you pay the extra like 50 bucks to sit in that front seat, <laughs> those flight attendants don't give a fuck and they will give you free drinks the whole time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's fantastic.
0: <laughs> I, I all I know about them is my buddy Brian, who runs ITS Tactical, he and his wife flew on them one time and one time only, and they charged his wife Kelly as an extra bag for her purse.
3: Yep. And I'm like, cool. oh, you guys oh, yeah. can go. You guys Yeah, can it's go. all sizes, it's it's all it's a la carte flying. No, hey, listen, and if you're
2: six foot, you can't literally sit in the seat. I could not I sit can, my knees or I think
3: we can buy your
2: lines. I think we can buy it for like $2.3, $2.3 billion
3: and make it into uh, Freedom Air or whatever. Or What if we NFT audience? to fucking Airline
0: X, right? We we'll we issue could. an
3: NFT that's like a security, but it's not a
0: security because it's an NFT, and you're buying fractional ownership in the airline itself.
1: To fund it.
2: I'll run the hookah bar on board.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's interesting actually but th- but then you run into yeah, the yeah, same yeah. thing it's like all of us are so spread out and the demand that we have for air travel is not sufficient to to run no. the company. Yeah. you know
0: you know how I just got to Florida don't you I drove there I drove there because yeah. when I looked at first class I don't I don't if I, I fly like twice a year so I fly yeah. fucking first class or I just don't go because it's like twice as much but 10 times better and right. this time The cost was stupid to go first class, and literally, I took the money I would have spent to upgrade to first class, and half of it, I leased a truck for two years, and then I drove that truck to Florida instead. And so I get to drive that truck basically for free. That's the way I look at it, like you know. Uh, And I, I, I'll tell a lot of people. I think that you know, not you because you wait too fucking long to travel. But um, if you can drive, drive, man. Fuck these people. Let you know what? Let them suffer, and then maybe they'll stop their shit.
3: Man. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: it's, it's yeah it was a long hours. drive.
3: If we, I had the time to drive, I would do. I'd totally do it. It's such like a, I love those long road trips, man. If you make a few days, many uh, anyway, road trips, totally. You make a day or two out of it. You stop. I bring the RV. Not even I. Drew, I did it in we a got Jetta. All the Boston, from Boston to Florida in a I Jetta was great. Back. I didn't care. We stopped yeah. at every fucking barbecue joint we saw. It was fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, if you got the uh, tank, I can't tell
2: you it, Oh yeah, how's Wing Vember going? Or uh how Wing-tober. did you complete that mission? Wing I,
3: I came in last. We'll just leave it there, but I did okay.
0: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael V says he has a town in Tennessee for sale for six hundred and a quarter.
2: How big? Let's do it. A couple of square miles or like a couple hundred know. square miles? Thousand square feet
0: it doesn't sound like there's much to it. If it's only six and a quarter,
2: what's the town, Michael V? What is that like? Ten Bitcoin? It, it uh, actually okay. So the people that run uh, Five Rivers yeah. Festival yeah, down right in Southern now. Oregon spawned out a hatch. They bought 259 acres, uh, like a whole mountainside, plus a highway, plus like five river intersections. I mean, got unlimited food for not crazy money. So uh, like, and that's Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You might get a square mile, maybe two, maybe some mm-hmm. limited infrastructure.
3: Yeah, you can. I don't know. You can buy some stuff up up north of me, but you don't want to. It snows. It
2: snows <laughs> too much. But the whole yeah. thing, right? So then, so then, we would immediately go to the permaculture ethic of like, you're not spraying shit on here, right? We're going to plant everything edible everywhere, blah blah. blah. But it won't like. When you go to build a little bridge and you throw a couple logs across to make a walking pathway because it's functional, that'll break all kinds of salmon rules from every federal agency there is, right? So immediately, you know, you will you will be he's making the land better. He's Everything he's will be getting better.
0: So that's but why we got to do, do it here. We got to do it here because as long as you're unincorporated, you can literally do anything to fuck you want. Yeah. I mean, you can literally do anything. It's like where I live. I live 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes from Fort Worth. I can literally do fucking anything. I don't even have building codes. Like, I have contractors sometimes like, well, it really doesn't need to do this, but to be the code. I'm like, fuck code. And they're like, what? I'm like, no, we're on a corporate. They're like, oh, so you should tell me you're on a corporate. like, oh, fuck that. Like, like we Wait, don't yeah, have building happening. codes. We don't have... Anything as long as you're in the right part of like not every county, but most of our counties are that way. There's nothing. There's no zoning. There's not shit. I can literally open a commercial business in my backyard, and nobody can do anything about it. So we got to do it here.
3: I just did that, and I didn't ask anyway. I
0: mean, I can fucking sign out in the
2: front.
3: Well, you did that too, didn't you? Just fucking do whatever I want. Yeah, I mean, like,
2: like, so you make like ten little. Airbnb rentals on your place way out in the way back where you never go. And when some cool enough people stop by that you get to interview because you're having them stay with you for three or four days, you might just say like, hey, maybe I have nine rentals instead of 10. You know, if a useful human comes by that is in real life paying you to be there anyway, and you get to experience them for a while, it's kind of an interesting way to interview people.
0: Well, at the workshop, I am going to be presenting how NFTs can actually be used for things like this. But if you're not coming, we're going to live stream. So everybody needs to know, we're going to live stream all the presentations at the workshop, including Reverend Crazy Jack introducing the Church of United Faiths.
1: Yes. very cool.
0: Which will be in full on Pentecostal style, Southern Baptist
3: style preacher mode.
1: Just I'm that'll up. be exciting. Yeah, <laughs>
3: Damn it, I wish I could have made that other thing happen. (laughs) Yeah, that
2: would have been great. Oh, well. Um, Las Vegas was built in the middle of a desert. Yes, it was. So is Neom.
1: So is uh, Dubai.
0: Yeah. I ain't going to any of those places. The only thing Vegas has is SHOT Show, (laughs) and that's only good for range day. Mm-hmm. Like, once they close the yeah. Star Trek thing, it's not even worth going anymore. Yeah,
3: never been there, never going, probably. it's
0: Range day is cool. If you ever go to shot, like, range day is badass. You yeah, know, because you get to shoot all the new guns, and like, they have like long range set up, like 500 yard ranges up at the top. Nobody goes to the rifles because nobody can fucking shoot. Everybody that's there can't shoot where the fuck. So they're all down shooting pistols because it hides the fact that you can't shoot. So you go yeah. up up to the long range. Uh, You just can shoot all fucking day if you want. It's awesome. Cool.
1: That's great. So, Hey, let's wrap this up and do uh, some snickering goose and then promote anything that you got to promote. John, how about we start with you? You get to ask a question
3: of anybody. Oh no. (laughs) Well, Jack be in Padres robes. There's my question. (laughs) No, I don't have a question. Got to come up with a better know. one than that. No, so I was already answering that man. one. I don't know. You can ask uh,
0: anybody a question. It's supposed to be fun. Skip me. Go to somebody
3: else. I'll take a something. All right.
0: Brian, where oh, exactly did you get? Because if, if anybody that's, first of all, anybody that is on the audio only version of this is not going to believe But None of us were fucking drinking tonight. But I doubt anybody's going to believe that, that, that it's on the video that fucking Brian isn't high tonight. So Brian is dressed like Winnie the Pooh. And what I want to know is where did you get the giant onesie man-sized <laughs> Winnie <Wendy laughs> the Pooh fucking costume from? Where did
2: this come from? Okay. It's one of my side hustles. So my wife and I yeah. always <laughs> cruise around. Yeah, yeah. Well, he asked how I got it. That's how I got it. So we uh, we like <laughs> we go to thrift stores and hunt stuff all the time that just you know it's like you know the five hundred dollar microscope that you get for four dollars and chuck on eBay. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I always stay on the costume aisle and uh yeah, this is my favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um so for Squatch I'm Fest like in one, April. Too. We are going to have a whole giant Costco black and yellow tote, maybe eight of them full of every kind of costume you can imagine to run around in and play with LED rope lights and shit. So I collect costumes for woods creatures to have fun at night. In. All right.
0: All right. How's that?
2: Pretty good. Trip store Somebody shopping. To
0: Somebody else has to go
3: now. And
2: I think I got it for like $4 maybe.
3: Wow. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay
2: back, my question but- Came to mind was, uh, have you got a ticket yet in the new fast car? And will you disclose the top speed?
0: Um, I actually have gotten out of two tickets in the new fast car. Um, yeah. One, neither neither of the tickets involved the top speed of the car. One was like in a total speed trap, and the cop was just a decent guy. And basically, yeah, I'm just making contact with people, and just said. Don't worry about it. Go on. Cause I wasn't going that fast over the other one. I was going fishing and I'm driving through this town and honest to God, I'm doing like 43, but the speed limit was like 30 mm-hmm. and I'm watching the GPS. Cause I'm going through some place. I've never been before to meet this guide. And the guy pulls me over and he realizes it's like, you know, he's pulling over this, this dark tinted freaking sports car at like four 30 in the morning in Terrell, Texas. And it, he walks up and it's like some old dude with a freaking gray beard and shit. And he's just like, I'm just going to document the stop. So he gave me a written warning and he's like, yeah, just kind of slow down. I'm like, yeah, I just was never through. The top speed I've had the vehicle up to myself personally is 137 miles an hour. I'm it surprised. does more than that, but I thought that was enough. I yeah,
3: Surprised the Mopar product will still go that fast. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Xavier, how long does it take you to edit that show every day?
1: An hour and a half. My oh. God! Yeah, are you I wake, at, me? I wake up at five and then I film till like well, I wake up a little bit earlier. I start filming at five, five to five fifteen, maybe tops, and then the rest of that time till seven a.m. is edit time. And usually, I'm finishing editing just as my kids are getting up, so I can help them to school. Today, nice. I was not feeling well, and I just I actually didn't do baseline for like the first time in a long time.
3: I feel like that's I've actually- I love. It. Yeah, for what you put out, an hour and a half—that's not bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. that seems like a lot going on there, huh? man.
0: It's impressive. Video editing is a bitch. That's why I don't. Yeah, it.
3: it's, that's what I'm asking. Like, it's I, it's I have, forever.
2: I have problems. Can you find an it, and find a very uh, meditative? Really Off country helper. <laughs> welcome to baseline 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 (laughs) i don't
1: i don't know that anybody else could edit it that way i I, i've thought about like shipping it off to Well, we'll get the humor in yeah yeah
0: no No, i get people want to outsource like doing my podcast editing all the time i'm like you're out of your fucking mind it would take me longer to tell you what i wanted to do it right
1: exactly exactly but i don't
0: spend an hour and a half i spend like literally five minutes to edit a podcast like maybe I
1: take like one there are automated tools or, yes. make it easier for that. Yes. Yeah. There are, pro- there are things where you can take out the dead space. They don't have yeah. that yet on, on yeah. I, I edit on an iPad and oh. it was literally like, I just wanted to do something creative and I really enjoy video editing. And so I was like, I need to, I need to be able to fit it in my day and not be disruptive to the rest of my workflow. Right. And that, did
0: that's, did you, you
3: just what say, out. I have a, a up question. Did you just say you really enjoy video editing? I really yeah. do. <laughs> you said it's meditative. It is, nice. yeah, yep. All right, well, we all, we all know where to send our shit if we need it. Edited. Yeah, so X, it's your
0: turn, man. You got to ask somebody a question here. John hasn't okay, had it yet.
3: That's are... fine.
1: Yeah, John, um, first of all, where where do you live is a lead-up question and then the real question. Dirty
3: dairy, New Hampshire.
1: In New Hampshire, okay. Yeah.
3: So in your
1: bug-out survival plan, if the states break up, what region would you feel comfortable living in? Realistically. Like, are you going to bunker well, down in, in, in the Northeast? Not a
3: chance. Um, <laughs> I think... So, like, without a breakdown, I'd like to probably... I've never actually been to Tennessee, but I think that's where I want to end up. Just because I, I like what... It, it really is just based on what Nicole and them having... What, what they have going on what there. they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could be having that going on in some other warmish state. And I'd be like, wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> um, so, but... It's got to be Texas, I guess, just because of the situation Texas is in. And it's not Florida for me because um, it's just too – There's sand fleas. It's a climate thing, and, uh, you know, (laughs) there's a little bit more shit trying to kill you in Florida, I feel like, including the people. but like The people.
1: Yeah, that's pretty much the only thing. But we do have iguanas.
3: Yeah. I'm familiar with Texas. I have family in West Texas. Um, So I think it has to be there. And it's just kind of – my decisions are all just kind of by default, you know, like I can't stay here because surrounded by tyranny, you know?
1: Right. Yeah.
3: And Tennessee's great, but does it have the infrastructure? Does it have the ability to to survive what we're talking about? Or does it have to just band together with all these like Uber Republican, irritating fucking States that I can't deal with that might have some weird religious government, or do I have to go, to you know, Texas or Florida, and if I had to coin, you know, pick between those two, it'd have to be Texas. Because we don't have any religion here. Well, you do, but <laughs> well, yeah, no, I know
0: we pretty much leave each other alone. Yeah, with it, though that's it's the different. thing.
3: And I'm, I'm a Jack and I argue about this, but I, I'm not um, religious at all. I'm more of a whatever. I'm agnostic or something. And um, it's just, I was raised Seventh day Adventist, so I can't deal with the shit. I just can't deal. it. I can deal with religion as much as I can fucking deal with nine feet of snow. I'll, I'll just say this, X, every time he's here, he
0: eyeballs the corner of my garage like he wants to build a little yes. place to live in there, you know, yes. a little hobbit farm or something.
3: I, I just yeah. got to hide through that Sunday after the workshop long enough. That's all I got to <laughs> do. <laughs>
1: there you go. Well, that's it, folks. Uh, everybody tell us your websites and places that you can be found. John, will start with you, and then we'll go uh, to
3: Brian. I can be found at dowiefarm.com. I can be found on YouTube at dowie farm. Um, we have a new podcast going into the fourth episode this week. It's a collaborative effort with Drew Sample where we're um, really just like real nuts and bolts about microgreens and small farming. Nice.
2: Thank you. Foodforestfarms.com and uh, thesquatchfest.com. Um, come out and uh, play with us in April. And if you're coming to Seattle for anything – anything i'm right off i-5 and i have an airbnb that's super fun and i'll let you play in my light studio now that you know it exists it's can i wear the, the poop listing. costume are they yeah. gonna have my whole box of costumes? To wear the poop costume. To play with <laughs> and i might come out and play with you depending on if i'm home so anyway come stay with us it's all foodforestfarms.com you can find it all see ya
0: I and am Jack Spirico, and you can find me at the Survival Podcast, and you can go there with a real short URL, tspc.co. You should stick it in your phone just to see if it really works with only a .co. It does, tspc.co.
1: That's awesome. That's a good one. And I am Xavier Hawk, at Xavier Hawk, on all of the social media platforms, except for Twitter and YouTube, because they suck, um, and at phyron.com, P-H-I-R-E-O-N.com, and we are now actually starting to pass out fire tokens to people who are doing good deeds in their community and recording it and building community uh, projects. We're calling them Fire on Quests. And we talk about them every Monday on our uh, fireside chat. So come check this out. Badass. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on episode 61 of Unloose the Goose with What the Flock Talk. And uh, we'll we'll see you soon.
3: Honk, honk, Brandon.
1: Honk.
3: Honk. Unloose
1: the Goose.
0: Take no use Your paradigms run out of time And we've got no use